This is Inquisitor Castian Sire from the Fandible Solo Shot, and you are listening to Redemption. This is Redemption, an actual play podcast set in the Star Wars role-playing game system, with Chris Berlue as the GM, and also the droids 11D4 and R3A1. Or, uh, you know, you were good at listening through a door before. Andy Fox as the Botha negotiator, Quint. She was completely enclosed in armor, how could I smell her? Kaylee Jung as the Twi'lek Jedi Knight, Corral. Your face is totally serviceable, Zan. Mae Coker as the Zeltron enforcer, Zahn. This part of it is boring. Like, there's nothing to do in here. Like, all these people look boring. Nobody's even waving back at me, and I'm smiling. And Michael Waldschlager II as the Duros pilot, Tazi. It's, it's, it's fine. Uh, Pink will be fine. Episode 607, Holodrama Stars. With their new aliases firmly settled, if not easily remembered, the crew has their first encounters with the other mercenaries who are vying for spots in the mercenary company. Dinnertime bullies, rainbow uniforms, and an almost food fight make for quite an interesting day. But Zahn's solo interview with the mysterious leader, Tovar, will give some answers and lead to still more questions. So I'll be red. You know, you can be blue, and Tazi points at Corel. You can be pink, as he points at Zahn. And then you can be copper. Yes? Thank you. Yes, copper. So, Quint, uh, so he points at Quint, copper, pink, as he points at Zahn, blue, as he points at Corel, and he points to himself, red, and he points at A1, R3, and then he points at D4, 1-1. One, one. Are, are we good? Yes. 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 It's, it's best if we go as a group, so if we cannot leave anyone behind, uh, unless someone wants to stay and investigate our little camp area, just make sure... Everything's good in our little our little bunk area here. What? I don't know that word yet, Quinn. It's safe. Everything is safe. Oh, yeah. Got it. Okay. So, can can we go? Yes. It's kind of bland in here, and I don't really think they'd have that many cameras. Yes, we can go. Yeah, let's just go. Uh, okay. Let's go. All right. So, we exit the room. Okay. Uh, you guys step out in the hallway that you guys are in. It is filled with uh, a lot of rooms very similar to yours. They're all marked red. And as you walk by, they're little dorm rooms just like what you have with other groups that are getting ready to compete in your reality TV show. This, this is all our competition, it looks like. We better look tough. Everybody look tough. So, Chris, tell us who we see <laughs> in these. As you go, they're usually four or five man crews, and they're all different species from all different planets. Uh, most of them look like they are rough around the edges, or down on their luck. These are all mixed crews. You do see some crews that are obviously bounty hunters that have worked together, or mercenaries of some type, but you're going to see a a little bit of every species and and every walk of life, from those that look like they're rather wealthy to those that uh, are barely scraping by. And You guys kind of walk up and down the hallway for a while. Is there anything you want to specifically do in this area with those people, or are you just kind of scoping them out? I think Tazi's trying to put on an air of toughness and uh somewhat of an attitude like he's got a little little strut to his walk okay so you've, you've puffed up the chest a little bit yeah he's trying to, he's trying to you know play a little bit more confident than he is 
Krell's kind of giving everybody a not a dark look, but a don't screw with us look, which is very odd for her. But there's a like almost a feeling coming off of her that you don't want to mess with this Twi'lek and her friends. Is it a little bit of stink eye? A little bit. All right. Uh, Quinth looks very friendly, very approachable. All right. What is Zahn doing? Zahn is trying to look serious and tough, but she's also kind of waving at people like she normally does because she's very friendly, but she's trying to be really buff and strong and just putting off an air of, I'm super badass. Okay. A1 is currently mapping out the area. You guys know that he's recording the hallways and what's in each room. And D4 is just walking around quietly, probably near the middle of the group. He, if a droid could look bored, would look bored. I will also be looking for any emergency escapes. It, just in case they're needed, I just, you know, that's probably something I do. Okay. Quint always likes to know there's an exit. Yes. It's good to have a quick way out. Okay. Everything is very well laid out, and there's clear signage as to this way to the mess hall. There are signs that say to exits. There are signs that say uh, to the training area. And there are colors listed underneath pointing with arrows, so you guys can tell where your security clearance is. You know, obviously, you guys can go to the mess hall whenever you want, the training area. Uh, you guys can go to that. You know, If you walk around long enough, you're going to start seeing areas that are marked with different colors that you are not approved to go into. What are the different colors that we see? Red's the most common. Uh, you also see a blue and a black. Are we sure it's black, or do we think it's just turned off? Yeah, there are little LED squares in the middle of the doors, or if the arrow is there, it's an LED arrow. Okay. What seems to be used more black or blue uh, red is the most common then blue then black all right so black is probably the highest yeah, black is probably for the you know the show executives we should probably find them if we mingle with them we might get better a better shot at well this. maybe but remember if you're talking to executives they won't put that on the uh and, and most shows don't want you to talk to the executives well what are we supposed to do oh i mean there's a mess hall we can eat. I'm sure they're going to like call us all together for some kind of briefing soon. They'll send us out on some kind of challenges. That's how these shows always work, right? Maybe we should get to know some of the other people, other teams, right? Uh, you know, They make alliances on these shows a lot. Maybe we have to make an alliance with somebody. Maybe, but this part of it is boring. Like, there's nothing to do in here. Like All these people look boring. Nobody's even waving back at me, and I'm smiling. You get a, you get a few people that wave back, but they look almost confused that why is she waving at me kind of look as they wave back yeah maybe it's maybe a lot of these people have their game faces on and their game faces are just different game faces right i I guess like i tried my game face but then i tried my regular face nobody likes either your face is totally serviceable zan why thank you i think you're so nice to me covers the entire front of your head i'm glad you noticed (sighs) i thought my hair got in the way too much no your, your hair's fine your hair's fine um you know, and if there's a problem, I'm sure they'd bring a makeup person in. I don't know. I don't, I, you know, I don't know how a lot of these shows work. I just, I, I've seen a few of them. Can't wait till we get into action. That's where I'm best at. Right. Well, remember, they have to ramp up to it. Yeah, so. I usually just fast forward through those on the hollows. All right. Uh, you guys spend the next almost hour walking up and down, kind of sizing people up. Did you want to actually talk to anybody or just kind of getting an eye on the competition? For me, it's an eye on the competition and to let people know that there's a new badass group in town. Okay, I get it. 
So at one point, they have a second, like, without anybody else around, Quint will say, So I've been thinking about Tovar. If it's the same Tovar that I've heard of, they are the leader of the Scarlet Collective, which is a small-time bounty hunter organization. This is far better and greater than they would have normally done before. This is strange. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, they're probably they're probably getting some good funding nowadays. Yeah, I was about to say the same. I bet uh, it looks like there's some serious backing behind this. But they're from the outer rim. Uh huh. Well, I'm just. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I mean, the Hut families typically have a lot of credits. They do. I so know that. Maybe being funded by one of the Hut families. Potentially. Yeah. All right. No, we'll just keep our ears open. Time passes as you guys wander and try to look intimidating, and everybody is summoned for dinner. You hear over the intercom, Please report to the mess hall for dinner. And you see everybody filing out of the rooms and heading towards the mess hall. We head that way. Uh, you guys get there. It's a very large central room. There's several long wooden tables in the center of the room, and there's just benches laid out on each side of the table. On the north end of the room, you see a raised platform. Uh, on this platform, there's five computer terminals, each manned by a different person that's typing away. And then there's three individuals that are walking around behind them. The gank you guys saw from earlier, there's also now a male Zigerian walking back there, and a person that's dressed uh, head to toe, all in black and red uh, battle armor. It's similar to like a Mandalorian outfit, but it's not Mandalorian. Okay. And when you look at this person, you can't see any part of their body um, as you're Walking in, it's pretty apparent that this is Master Tovar. Hey, Tazi, doesn't this remind you a little bit of La Spain, but without, you know, all the drugging? Yeah. I hope it goes better than that. La Spain. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it can't go worse, right? Yeah, exactly. All right, I guess we find a table. Okay. In the center of all the tables, there's various platters with different types of food on them, and there are just plates and utensils set up on the table in front of them. So it's pretty much, hey, you sit down and reach up and grab whatever food you want to eat. Are other groups, like, already eating? They're all filing in and sitting down, and most of them do start eating. Okay. Find us a table and get everybody seated. You're going to be sitting on the long benches, and there's going to be other crews next to you? Yep. So over there, that that one is Master Tovar. Okay, good to know. Nice clothes. Yes. I, I'm picturing Quint and Zahn sitting on one side and Tazi and... Corel on the other, so you guys yeah. can watch each other. Is that kind of how you yeah. guys are picturing it, too? That's perfectly yeah. fine. Uh-huh. So you guys are talking kind of quietly across the table. A1 and D4 take positions against the wall where the other droids are, and they plug into little recharging stations. The food's decent. It's not gruel like you would expect from, like, a military organization, but it's also not, you know, five-star restaurant either. Right. You guys are sitting there enjoying your meal, and let me roll the die... That works. As you're eating the meal, Quint, you feel a pressure on your back and something hits your left shoulder and kind of pushes down and you see a large Deveronian arm reach over and grab a chunk of meat in front of you as this Deveronian is pretty much leaning his entire weight on you and just kind of smiles. I'll take that, little one. And then he starts ruffling your hair with his hand. 
So Quint gives him a, a great big smile and says, Usually one buys me dinner before he does that. He laughs. Ha, most buy me dinner. Why don't you join a real crew? And then he picks one foot up and sets it on Zahn's leg. And just he just smiles. Stop playing with this little one. Hey! I'm curious, what's his crew? He points over to another table and you see uh, it's mostly just large jock-looking type guys. Big muscles, not a lot of brains. You got a, you know, a Wookiee in there, another Deveronian, uh, a human, and we'll go a Rodian. And they're all laughing and they seem to be egging him on. If anybody looks at Corel, she's got a smile on her face probably for the first time in a month or two. And she's trying really hard not to laugh at what's about to happen. Zahn is gritting a smile, and she's looking over at Quint, kind of asking for permission. And Quint just nods. So Zahn, at this point, would like to grab the guy's foot and try to lift it and push him off his feet. That's where he falls back. All right, you're trying to throw him over onto his back. All right, roll a brawl yeah. check. Difficulty would be two purple and... I guess his defense would count, so two black. Comes up as one success and five advantages. Yeah! Yeah, we don't want to hurt him too bad. <clears throat> Zahn doesn't care. Her pants are dirty, and he made fun of Quint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. You flip him over backwards, and he lands on his backside, and his friends are all laughing, and you hear a, a loud laughter from everybody around the room as you know, this big brute just got thrown on his butt. Uh, he is going to stand up, reaches into his pocket, pulls out some knuckles, and they start vibrating. Uh, Quint will pull out her blaster real quick, because I've got quick draw. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry, Deveronian. Back to your table with you. He glares at you, glares at Zahn. I casually sip my drink. Tazi walks over to one of his cronies' food trays and takes two pocket sticks off of them and just eats them. Quint, make a coercion check. It's against his discipline, which it's going to be just two purple. I got three successes and two advantages. Okay. The threat of a blaster in his face has made him rethink what he's doing. And the Deveronian gets up, dusts himself off, glares right at Zahn, heads back towards his little crew. Zahn waves. Mumbles something about, you know, this isn't over. Bye-bye. He got my pants dirty. Don't worry, his kind of filth washes off really easy. It never lasts. But it's strange how long the stink stays around. I think Quint high-fives Tazi. <laughs> Him and his crew glare at you guys. Uh, Tazi takes the second pocket stick. He, like, bites half of it off and flicks it at the crew. Ooh. It's a waste of food, though. Don't worry. This means we're going to get on camera. Quint puts her blaster away. Okay. You guys enjoy the meal. At the end of the meal, you guys see Master Tovar stand up. She steps out to the edge of the raised platform closest to you guys. And she just says, Thank you for answering the call. Tomorrow, we shall begin... The challenges. Each day, some of you will be eliminated. Follow the rules, try your hardest, and you will succeed. 
and then she just walks back behind the, the desks and goes back to looking at the computer terminals with the uh, gank and the Zygerian. So you said she's like head, toe, and armor. Is her visor by any chance reflective? Or may I spend a destiny point to have it be so? Oh, it's reflective. You can't see any part of her actual physical body. Okay. So the camera kind of focuses on Corel looking at Master Tovar as she walks behind the, the row of terminals and computers. And Corel closes her eyes for a second, and I'm going to make a, a force roll. Okay, I got I got two light side points, and holy crap, six dark side points. I'll spend those light side points. And I'm going to use Farsight. So Farsight allows me to make out fine, op, fine details on an object in medium range. So once she gets behind the terminals, I want to see if I can read what's on the terminal screen in the reflection in her mask. Oh, that's so cool. Would that be a perception check? Yes. It's got to be at least four purple. I'm going to use Touch of Fate, which gets me two blues once per session. I have two successes and three advantages. Okay. What you see on the screens are pictures of the different people in the room. Okay. And you can see that they are already starting to kind of rate where they feel they are. So, like, for instance, that Deveronian that just came over, they would rank him as physically strong, mentally flawed and overconfident, uh, unperceptive with judging other people. Okay. Uh, different things like that. Okay, that's cool. Do we learn the Deveronian's name? Yeah, his name is Trug. What is Corel's discipline? Uh, three yellows and a green. Okay. Huh, okay. Did she suddenly look up or anything? Nope. Okay. Do we see if any of us get ranked? I probably only had a minute or a minute or so to look at it. Yeah, that's fair. And it was probably watching it being updated and trying not to laugh. Right, so we have an idea of how they're ranking people, at least. Yeah. So that's what you see, and then after Tovar makes her little speech, uh, IG-12 comes up to you guys. Time to go back to your rooms. Your team uniforms are ready. Uniforms? Uniforms? Uniforms. Yes, that is what I said. Are they cool? Corral gets up and heads towards the uh, barracks. The material is very breathable and will help pull moisture away. So yes, they are cool. Uh... Some of us have our own way of keeping moisture away. Alright, uh, IG-12 leads you back to your room. And on each bunk there is a uniform that will fit you. And I didn't write down what color would you like your team to be. Or color combination, however you guys want it. Well, we're the, we're the rainbows, right? Team Rainbow. <laughs> so I think, Chris, I'd like to flip a destiny point. Oh, God. Uh, okay. That when we were speaking about the team name, we were clearly in a spot that would have been overheard by the mercenary squad, like the squad leaders, the squad groups. Okay. And somebody heard us say Rainbow Squad. So they're all Perfect. like Joseph in the technical dream coat striped. Oh, it, it appears someone overheard us. Quint says as there is a rainbow patch on... Gee, I wonder who could have brought that up. Ah, this is so great! IG-12, when is the wake-up call? 6 a.m. You will have one hour to get to the mess hall for breakfast. Very well. Do they think it takes mercenaries one hour to get ready? 
There's one bathroom. We have to share. Correct. Thank you, IG-12. Wait, all the mercenaries? No. Did you not see the fresher at the end of this barracks? As you guys are looking at your uniforms, uh, IG-12 states, You will wear those from here on out. All other gear will be left in your footlockers. What about our weapons? In your footlockers. No offense, but I don't trust you. Can we leave our weapons on our ship? That is acceptable. May I be escorted to the ship? You may take one of your droids. I think I'll leave it in the footlocker. I want access to it. Anything you can hide, you can attempt to hide it before you guys leave the next morning. Curl's going to actually go hide her things on the ship. Especially the lightsaber. Okay. Okay. So, like, her weapons get put in her room, but her lightsaber's actually, which is already hidden, you know, because it's broken down, she hides it again where nobody's looking. Okay. So, Corel and A1 go back to the ship, and we see them hiding weapons and other stuff. As Corel and A1 leave the room, IG-12 kind of turns his head for a moment, and then you guys hear him go, Understood. He turns around and points at Zahn. You are to escort me to go meet with Master Tovar. But I don't know where anything is. How am I supposed to escort you? I am to escort you but, to Master Tovar's. Oh. Well, okay. She doesn't go anywhere alone. Well, I'll be with him. Well, I, Correct. She doesn't go anywhere without one of our team. Yeah, I get lost a lot. One moment. You seem to turn his head to the side. Oh, very well. You can leave then. Your ship is on the dock. Is that the option? We let her go alone or you, or we leave? Yes. It's 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 fine. Uh, Pink will be fine. Yeah, I got this. Look, game face. Game face. All she right. pulls her hand down over her face. All right, Pink. Uh, Copper, Pink will be fine. Quinth will look very seriously up at Zahn and be like, All right, Pink, pay attention to things and be sure to tell us everything when you get back. Will do. She gives you a thumbs up. All right. Uh, IG-12 leads Pink slash Zahn through a series of hallways and doors. Uh, most of the doors are labeled with blue color. Uh, you have to go through a couple of doors that are coded black. And IG-12 walks up and on his left hand, his index finger pops up and he puts it into a computer port and that'll open up the black doors. And then eventually he leads on to a pretty nice room deep within the castle. Uh, in there is, there's a big desk uh, in the middle of the room. On the right side, you see a large conference table with some nice chairs around it. A few computer monitors up on the wall displaying... Uh, Faces of some of the people you saw during dinner, and you see Master Tovar standing there uh, with a data pad in her hand, uh, reviewing some files. Uh, once you enter the room, uh, Master Tovar pushes a button, and you see the monitors go off, and nods towards IG-12, and he steps out of the room. And then Master Tovar uh, motions towards a chair in front of the desk. Hi! Zahn heads over to the chair, and she jumps over the back of it, and kind of sits on the back of the chair, and her feet are in the seat. Master Tovar, she reaches up and she takes off her helmet. I need, I need to know what your discipline is. Uh, my discipline is one yellow, two greens. She pulls off her helmet and in front of you, you see a Bothan who's got several scars uh, running up and down her cheek on one side. Uh, looks like a, a little bit more rugged veteran warrior. She sets the helmet down next to her on the on the desk. Then she, she sits down at the chair behind the desk, opens up one of the drawers. You see her pull a bottle out with two glasses. She sets them down on the desk, pours a fairly good amount in a whiskey sniffer, 
into each glass and slides one across. Congratulations on dealing with the Deveronian. I was impressed. Please, this is some of Carillion's finest whiskey. Oh, why thanks. Zahn slides down into the seat like normal and reaches across to grab the glass. She takes a drink. So, tell me about yourself. About little me? Yes. She takes a drink as well. It is fantastic whiskey. It's smoky with some little bit of spice. It's very smooth, very warm. This is a... I haven't had this before. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, please, tell me a little bit more about yourself. Well, I travel around with my companion. We try to have as many parties as possible, though they're not a big fan of them as much as I had hoped. Been around, um, not really anything spectacular. I like noodles and parties. Yeah. Zahn's also trying to look around the room because she feels Quint would be doing that to see if I could remember anything. So she's not very good at conversing either while she's doing this. Okay. It's a nice office. Very organized, business-like. Well, make a perception check. Difficulty three purple. And the more successes you get, the more details you get. Uh, one success, one advantage. Okay. Uh, behind her on the wall is a picture of this castle. And underneath it just says the Alti Estate. It's A-L-T-E-E. And the picture, you can tell it's from the past. It looks much more well upkept, much brighter colors. There's lots of banners on the outside. There's lots of activity out front with uh, different Zigerians uh, depicted doing business. You remember walking in, it's a little more run down now. The walls are not upkept as well. There's no business going on outside it. Looks a little sad compared to what this picture shows. And then in the room, you see, like I said, the computer monitors, the desk, the chairs. Okay. All right. As Zahn's looking around the room, she's kind of stumbling on her words because she's not really a talker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I've traveled and I've done some some jobs. I've I've worked for the huts. She throws that name around. Uh, Beat up a few people, knocked out a few knees. Which hut? You know, some of them. And she smiles and takes another drink. She smiles back. My commander used to work for Marlowe. Have you done work for him? I, I'm not familiar with Marlowe. I've done more work with Gardula. Mm, yes. She is much more impulsive and reckless than Marlowe. But what can you tell me about your group and why will they succeed? Well... We do have the best faces here. I don't know if you noticed when you were up there, like in front of the room, but we're all probably the hottest here. And we dress the best. How do you like your new uniforms? They're really catchy. I think everybody that watches us will be great. Like, this is going to be the best holonet ever. I can't wait to see my face on billboards. I'm so excited. Okay. Roll a perception check. Uh, you're going to go against four red and a purple. One advantage and two failures. Okay. She smiles. Oh, yes. 
the hollow net drama. Tell me more about uh, your background with doing these type things. Well, I mean, I did send in some holovids about me and kind of walking around my parents' place and showing off the landscaping and the buildings. I, I was really hoping maybe just the way that I presented myself and was able to describe the area I was in and like that, that one I sent in with the kitchen because that's like really the best place in the house. I thought maybe that would, that would really turn heads. I really, really want to be a Holonet star. Do you think I have what it takes? I know, I know we're not really supposed to be talking about this. That's, that's what I was told, to kind of keep it on the down low because it might ruin my chances. But I, I think I have what it takes. And I think our group, if you just let us go through, I, th I think we'll be good. I would not have approved your application if I did not think you could make it. But I am curious, you mentioned your parents. What do they think? Oh, um, well, they've always been supportive of me and doing the things that I'd like to do, at least when I was able to see them. They're very busy. And what do they do? Well, I think they're in politics. It's been several years since I saw them, and I really didn't... Re we, we weren't really super close because they were always really busy and it was really more me and the housekeepers. But I wanted to travel, so here I am. It sounds as though you had a good upbringing. You were well off. Yeah, I was never wanting for anything. Like, when I asked for something, the housekeeper would bring it. And I, I never had any issues. The only time I couldn't do anything is if I wanted to go places. And, um, so I kind of snuck away. And I haven't been back to my home in several years. Nor have I. Yeah? Where are you from? We could be friends. Like, we could just, like, be super good friends outside of this whole show thing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't tell anybody anything. She stands up and walks over to the conference table. Uh, make a perception check. And it's going to be two red and a purple. All right, one triumph and one threat. Okay. You notice she is kind of closing off on how comfortable she is with you. As she's kind of turned her back to you and you see her left hand. She's, it's shaking a little bit and she's clenching it to get it to stop shaking. It's, it must have been nice to have parents that didn't just send you off. I mean, they didn't really send me off as much as they didn't really pay too much attention to me. Your parents were that way? Where'd they send you? Go ahead and make that charm check now, because she's going to try to resist. Charm is against cool, so it's going to be two reds and a purple again. Upgrade one of yours and add your pheromones in. Five successes, two threats. She turns back and looks at you. They sent me to Coruscant, but now I have another meeting. And you see her push something on her one of her bracers, and the door opens, and IG-12 is standing there. Please come back to your room with me. Um, yeah, uh, okay, can I, can I have another glass of your drink there before I go? I'll bring the glass back. She walks over, picks up the bottle, and hands it to you. Share it with your crew. Oh, 
We are definitely going to be good friends. Thank you. And Zahn walks towards the droid, and she turns back and gives a little wave. She's got her back to you, and the door shuts. All right. Is there anything that Tazi and Quint want to do while Krell and A1 are back at the ship, and Zahn is up having a conversation with uh, Tovar? I don't. I can't think of anything offhand for Tazi myself. Uh, I think he'd probably just be waiting in the room. He's like maybe reading a hollow novel. I think Quint is pacing nervously. You see Tazi look up from his hollow novel and just say, "Copper, relax. Pink will be back soon. It's fine." Time passes, and then you see everybody meets back up in the room. You see Zahn walk in with a bottle of Carillion whiskey in her hand. Hi, guys. Oh, Pink, good. What happened? Where'd you get the booze? Tovar, we're like good friends. We had a drink together, and we were talking, and she's pretty cool. What? She, She's a Bothan. Did you know? She's a she's Bothan? She took her helmet off, and she, she's, she's really scarred up. It looks like she's been in lots of fights like you and I have, but... She's a, she's a Bothan? Yeah, yeah. Can really Bothans pretty. smell each other? I mean, she was in armor. Oh, I don't... I don't know. I'm not a Bothan. She was completely enclosed in armor. How could I smell her? I just figured... I thought y'all had pheromones or something. Everybody has pheromones. But... Every, yeah, everything has pheromones. I mean, sometimes, yes. It it depends. All right. No, no, no need to get... We don't need to get a, uh, any, you know, irate about anything. I was just... I, I thought Bothans could kind of sense when each other were near. I thought they did pheromones or something. I don't... I mean, again, I'm just gonna... I'm just going back to my novel. Uh, can I borrow that bottle, though? Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. I had some already, like half the bottle, with well, Tovar. Well, okay, what the Tovar we are, say to you? We're we're a shoe in to win. Uh, like, she's all about the holodrama. Oh, and you told her about the holodrama. Oh. Yeah, she seemed really on board with it. Okay. I think we're good. But I looked around. I looked around like like you wanted. Good. What did you see? I saw a picture. A picture. It was it was a picture. Yeah. Of, of where we're at. Okay. Like yes. this, this castle thing. Good. It's Alti Estate, but it was an older picture because it looked way nicer in that picture than it is now. It's kind of crappy outside. I don't know if you noticed or not, but it's kind of under my living condition. Zan, you have very high. Living. I don't know why they're filming here. As uh, to make it more interesting. I mean, we're mercenaries. We're supposed to be gruff. I guess she's pretty gruff. I mean you seen her face i don't know if she'll always not have that mask on or not but what was her coloration she has light brown fur when when where there is fur like like i said she's kind of scarred up on her sure. face like one side's really okay she's probably from the southern continent then she hasn't been home for a while she asked me about myself and and like my family but i told her i haven't seen them and we just travel around for for like a few years now and she kind of muttered a little bit that she hasn't been back to her place and she'd been sent away apparently she's been on coruscant for a while she was sent away to coruscant or from yeah to when did that happen i think when she was younger because i was telling her that like my parents didn't really pay attention to me too much but that's because they were super busy she was asking me about i don't know why she was asking me about my family but it was awfully nice because we're going to be good friends anyway she said that she just got sent away, and she hasn't been back to her home. How old was she? Did she seem about my age? Kind of middle-aged. Okay. She's, like, she's, she's been in 
what appears to be a few battles. I don't think anybody would purposely make themselves look like that, but she looked pretty cool. And she told you about the hollow drama. Well, I mean, I might have said something about it. And she, I mean, she didn't pretend that it wasn't happening. And I was really relieved because I felt like maybe I did something wrong mm. when I talked about the hollow drama. Uh-huh. But she, yeah, she's on board. She thinks that we're a shoe-in, and she wouldn't have invited us if she didn't think we would. We had the stuff to win. I'm assuming that she called you there because of what happened with the Devronian. Most likely. I mean, she she did say that was that was pretty badass. Not not necessarily her words. I'm just kind of using my words. I feel strange about this. She did try to ask some questions about the group, you know, our group here, and and what we thought about like our outfits and everything, and. I just told her that we're, like, the best group here, and we're, like, the hottest group here, and I think we're going to win. You told her we're the hottest group here? Well, we are. Look at us. Oh. I don't think we need customizing at all. I think we're going to go pretty far. Adventure. There's a burp from, like, a little, a few feet away, and then uh, Tazi stands up and passes the bottle back to Zan. Oh. Well, that's a lot less than I gave it to you, but I guess that's fair. It's pretty good. It's good stuff. It's Karelian whiskey. Teaser fuzzy. Zon, did she tell you anything about the upcoming trials? Um, no, and I didn't actually ask. I was just trying to get her to be friends with me, and I think she opened up a little bit. And hopefully we can talk again. I think she's probably okay. She had a really big desk in her office. Lots of monitors. Her chair wasn't so comfortable, though. It disturbs me that she is bothin. Why? I thought you'd be excited. We tend to be proud. We don't tend to wear full body armor that covers everything. Unless we are spying. Oh. But spies and bounty hunting and mercenaries, those are some very different skills. If she was sent away as a child, she may not have learned any of the spy skills that Bothans are known for. She seemed friendly and just was asking questions. She didn't ask any questions specifically about any of you. Just just generally. I mean, I guess that's that's good. I mean, if, if she didn't have specific questions, then either she knows everything about us already, or she doesn't consider us a threat, maybe? I wonder if she's pulling in someone from each group. Zon shrugs. Uh, A1 rolls up. I mean, if we want to know, why don't just go next door and ask somebody else? Um... Well, we don't want to tip our hand, our hand that one of ours was called in to speak to. The interviewed. We don't want to. We don't want to tip our hand that anyone here was interviewed. Yes. Are you sure about that? Because that seems like a good bit of psychological warfare we can do. That's, that's a good point, uh, Blue. Very good point. Or uh, you know, you were good at listening through a door before. Oh, oh! I remembered a thing, Quint. You know how how we worked with Gardula? I remember. Well, her commander. Tovar's commander worked with Marlo the Hut. I don't, I don't know if that helps, but it's similar to things that we've done, I guess. Did she say which one? So, the Hut? No. Did she say which one of her underlings? No. She just, she just said a commander under her. If you want to roll an underworld check, you could, since you both have worked for the Huts, you'd have a little more. Since you guys have worked within the Huts, though, I was only going to make it a two purple. So okay, I'll try. You're familiar with it, so. I don't know if Zahn's is better. Mine's just two yellow. Oh, that is better. All right, fire away. Two yellow against two purple. 
I have one advantage, one triumph. Nice. One failure. Ooh. <laughs> that feels like a very Zon roll. So net, you failed, but you still have the triumph. These are the ones that always crack me up. Because I don't know how you triumphantly fail at not knowing something. Well, she remembers something else important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you're talking, Zon, in the back of your head, you kind of remember hearing Marlo and Gardula had a disagreement at one point, and one of Marlo's uh, top agents uh, got caught in an explosion and lost both his legs and was no longer working with Marlo after that. Oh. That's the only person that you know that formerly worked for Marlo that no longer does that's still alive. But you don't remember his name or anything about him or her. Just has no legs. Yep. So, um, yeah, you're talking about the huts. We're, you know, we worked for them and whatever. We did. That Marlo? Yes. Yeah, worked with Gardula. They, Marlo had had an, an agent, like a top agent or a command, something, a higher, higher agent there, that uh, they were in an accident, some kind of horrific accident. They're still alive. Well, I mean, by now they could have gotten cybernetic legs. Oh, well, that, that's a possibility. I would get them if I didn't have any legs. Can I also roll, just in case? Go ahead. She's giving you more information, so go ahead and roll. Uh, one success and one advantage. Yes. Okay. The more she's filling in, the more you do remember about this battle. And there was a, uh, a gank uh, who was just known as Oron, and he okay. was caught up in this dispute. And her description sounds exactly like him. And what happened to him? Oh, it was a, it was a gank. He was a gank. I remember this. Who, who was a gank? The no leg person. Oh, run! Yes, he had. Yeah, well, he might have gotten legs now. But um, I mean, we have a gank here, who seems to be one of the commanders. So does that gank have legs? Well, we've seen him. He was walking. I mean, this was several years ago. So can we just go ask him if he has real legs? Oh, fine. D4 does lean forward. The ganks are known to favor cybernetic enhancements. It is not something that would be taboo in his upbringing or his society if he had been in an accident like that to have both of them replaced. It would actually be encouraged. Almost expected. That's true. We have met, uh, we've met a couple of ganks with, you know, plenty of cybernetic parts. So, I mean, that's not really odd, right? Right. Correct. It is possible I could scan him. That seems like a good idea next time we're around him. We could just invite people over and talk with them. I mean, yes. I mean, nothing happens until tomorrow. I don't know how far it would go to introduce ourselves. Um, I mean, he has some issues with the huts, I'm sure. So I don't know if we want to tell him we used to work with the huts. I can keep a secret. Remember, they're pink and copper. I mean, our history with the huts is, I guess, sensitive, maybe? Yeah. Yes, but he did not end well with the huts either. Oh, so you're thinking you're thinking maybe we use it as a place we can come together. Yes. Hmm. I'm uncertain if that will work, but that is my thought. I guess it's worth a shot. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? He's going to... He'll turn around and kind of just shoo us away or, you know. He could throw us out of the the competition. He could throw us out of the competition. I guess that's a possibility. I mean, I think right now we our focus should be on what's going to happen tomorrow with these challenges. Good idea. 
And 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 uh, she didn't give you any indication of what the challenges would be tomorrow. Pink, she didn't mention any of those. Didn't give you any kind of heads up or a leg up on the competition. No, she um she didn't say anything about what would happen. And hmm, I was just trying to look around and and try to talk at the same time. And thank you, Zahn. I appreciate it. <sighs> I know that is hard for you. <sighs> All right. Uh, are you guys going to do anything for the rest of the evening, or are you just going to wait for breakfast? I don't think we want to do anything else. We'd probably just go to bed early to get a good night's sleep before the challenges and everything tomorrow. I agree. All right. As the crew is going to bed, uh, the camera looks over, and we see D4 in the corner as he's got a couple of stim packs that he's tinkering with, and the camera fades out as he's working through the night. Hello there, this is May. I wanted to let you know that we play Redemption using the Star Wars role-playing system by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Please find us on Twitter at RedemptionPod and check out our website at RedemptionPodcast.com. The crew also has an Instagram and Facebook. Both of those are at RedemptionPodcast. If you are having fun listening to our escapades, please leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. It would really mean a lot to us. We do also have a Patreon. You can find that at patreon.com forward slash redemption. We offer outtakes, some behind the scene chats, and even special goodies to help build the show with. We appreciate and thank you all very much for listening to Redemption, a Star Wars actual play podcast.